everybody, what's up? I'm Sarah the Rebel, and this is Women Wrestling Friends Podcast. This is a podcast where I talk about wrestling with my gal pals. Today's gal pal is Alicia Warrington. Woo! She's a pro drummer and host of Heavy Wrestle TV. Please tell the people a little bit about yourself. Oh my gosh. Well, hello. Thank you for having me here today. Of course. You were the only person who agreed to come. No, just uh, <laughs> I figured as much. That's usually when I get invited to stuff, you know, last call. Um, hey, I'm Alicia Warrington. As she said, pro drummer, host of Heavy Wrestle TV. Um, my new wrestling show. I'm on the second episode right mm-hmm. now. I've had Ruby Rays. I have Marty Elias this month. Yep, both great episodes. July, got Chavo Guerrero Jr. What? what? I love that man's poncho. I'm not attracted to him. I love But when he wears poncho. the poncho, I'm like, how you doing, sir? I wanted him to wear the poncho, and I was like, I can't ask you him. Can't. I would ask. I can't be like, Chavo, can you please wear the, uh, wear the poncho? Bring the poncho. <laughs> If he, I would have been like, you know what, if, if it's no trouble, <laughs> just, you know, an idea if yeah, you want to bring the yeah, poncho, yeah. My, it's relevant. My friend that does heavy wrestling with me, she's like, just email him, tell him to bring it. I was like, I can't. I wouldn't. <laughs> That'll be the end of heavy wrestling. You have to live your best life. <laughs> like, just say it all casual. Like, And if you have that poncho, <laughs> wear it. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what I do. That's awesome. Um, so you're a drummer. Is that the only instrument you play? Do you sing? Like, tell, let's talk a little bit about you and I music. I do. I do kind of everything. I'm primarily a drummer. I mean, mm-hmm. I work as a drummer, but I started with guitar and bass. I play guitar, bass. I, dare I say, sing. Mm-hmm. I sing in a group called the All Girl Boys Choir. Excellent. And I am a death metal singer, primarily. Cool. In, uh, I have a solo death metal project called Dorn. So if you were to describe death metal to somebody who, they know rock and R&B and all these types are, but what, what is death metal? What makes it death metal is pretty extreme. It's pretty intense, it's very heavy, and then the vocals are like growly. Okay. A lot of people that aren't knowledgeable of death metal call mm-hmm. it cookie monster. Oh, vocals, okay. Vocals, cookie monster style, like low growling and... Right, yeah, stuff like it. that. Stuff like that. Check it out, though. Dorn. Got two Dorn. videos out. Becoming the Disease and Levels of Hate. Awesome. They sound really cheerful and fire-like. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, Listen on a nice Sunday morning. Right. Know? That's tomorrow. It'll Maybe. Get you going. Might It'll be today. Going. We'll see when I get this up. <laughs> um, so what inspired you to... What led you to your love of music? It started really early. Like, I just... I've always been into music. Music and wrestling has mm-hmm. been my life forever, which is why I started Heavy Wrestle. Right which we'll get to in a yes. second. But um, music, I started, you know, when I was four, my mom got me a little Fraggle Rock drum set. <sighs> so lucky. You're Love little, Fraggle Rock. If I you're mean, watching and you don't know what Fraggle Rock is, look it up. You better check out Fraggle Rock, <laughs> right? That kind of shaped my existence. Fraggle Rock, down to Fraggle Rock. Yes, that's my family you know? too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I had the little Fraggle Rock drum set. I beat the hell out of that thing because it was just like a little kid's thing. My right. cymbals were all <laughs> jacked up and stuff. And then when I was 10, my mom got me a guitar. You know, she's like, I'll get you a guitar if you learn how to play Bon Jovi, Dead or Alive. I was like, you gotta negotiate with your children. I'm on it, I'm on it, you know. (laughs) Parenting is a negotiation. (laughs) Yeah, so I got that, and then my uncle got this amazing 16-piece drum set. And so, like, I came over to his house one day, I was gonna play guitar with him. Mm -hmm. So I walked into the basement, and he he was kind of crazy, you know, kind of like... 80s hair metal guy, spandex. Uh-huh. Oh, good. Feathery hair. Excellent. 
cut off. He's inspired me. Oh, yes. wait. Cut off, you know, sleeves kind of guy. And he built a stage in my grandparents' basement with stage lights and smoke. That sounds awesome. So as a 10-year-old girl, I walk down to the basement. I'm like, drop that guitar. Right. You know, Get like, forget here. this. You know, <laughs> smash it. You know, and he's like, see if you can play the drums. And I sat down, played the drums right away. You so know, cool. I was playing along to like Motley Crue and Dokken and all those 80s metal oh, stuff. Man. I'm jealous. Just kind of fell in love with it. That's awesome. So what are some of your favorite bands and musicians? Favorite bands and musicians, a lot of heavy stuff, Mm -hmm. a lot of, um, like, Clutch, Faith No More, Mm -hmm. Crowbar, a lot of heavier things. I like the names of all of these. You do Hypocrisy, Suffocation. (laughs) (laughs) This is my last reason. Well, sorry, sorry, wait. No, wrong people. Oh, it's Papa Roach, Papa Roach. Um, I like, I, I listen to everything... From Dolly Parton to Lamb of God. Man, I listen to side note. Listen to Dolly Parton lately. She was with them people. Uh, pentatonics, I think they are called. The uh, They do, um, I know the word for it. When you acapella, sing. acapella thank you. Bro. I'm like, acapellagio? That's not it. <laughs> um, and she sounds so amazing. And knowing that she's old as dirt and sounding like that. Potentially covered in tattoos. Did you know this about Dolly Parton? I did not know that. There's a fan theory. She never shows her skin mm. from like the wrist to here. Mm. She always covers up. The, they say that when she first got her breasts enlarged, she had scars, and so she got, like, pastel tattoos to cover it up, and then just kind of went nuts with it. I love that theory. Right, and I've seen, like, there are, I don't know if they're doctored, but there are pictures when she's wearing, like, a white one, and sometimes the light will hit a certain way, and you're like, is that a vine? Mm. So anyway. I'd like to see that. Like Dolly to get, Parton. Let's get under there. It might be like when Michael Jackson dies, when she passes away, we're like, she has a dragon tattoo on her head, and we'll be like, eh, it's not that surprising. <laughs> I'm a little surprised. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I, I love all types of music, too. And uh, when I was in middle school, I went through a goth phase. Very rebellious of me mm-hmm. because there was only one other goth in oh. middle school. and In Virginia. In, in, perhaps. In Virginia. Yeah. yeah, definitely in Hampton. Hampton is like, well, get it, look up the statistics of Hampton. It was not a lot of white people there. Uh, and... So everyone would be like, oh, do you guys kiss? Because we were the only two people wearing black lipstick. And I just felt like, oh, Lame. So that's when I started listening to rock music and got into rock as opposed to like funk and everything that, that we had listened to. So, mm. But I'm always interested in checking out new music, so I will be sure to check out yeah. every single band you listed. Everything. everything. I don't want you to be scared by any of it, though. I'm I don't. Not, I just I met you. I don't want you to be like, uh, In Virginia, we had a group called, mm-hmm, I'm going to say their name. They had blood t- shooting out the titties at one point. Oh, go, go, not, titty blood. Go, not Gorn. Guar. Guar, yes. They are from Richmond. I Richmond, guess, I, yes, Richmond, yes, Virginia yes. is where I live for five years. <laughs> yeah, so I, I know about this shit. I don't get scared. I think it's awesome. Uh, and, you know, I like to be tied up sometimes, so it goes together. Okay. Anyway, uh, so let's talk more about Heavy Wrestle TV. You said it's a combination of, of music and wrestling. So what inspired you? How did you get started on that? Let's go. Let's go. Well, as I said, I either, when I was younger, I either wanted to be a wrestler or a musician. Mm -hmm. Musician, you know, started to work out and then I needed my limbs. So I wasn't about to get into wrestling training or something. Makes sense. Right? Started making money as a drummer. Gotta stick with that. Right. Um, but I'm not, I've never been like a one dimensional, I'm not a one dimensional person. Right. I'm just not. Not how that is. And I don't want to be boxed into the drummer. Right. Other stuff that I'm into. So now at this juncture... 
I'm just like, why can't I get into my wrestling stuff, you know? Right. And what can I do in wrestling? Because I'm obviously not a wrestler. Right. I'm not going to get into that at my age, right? When you think about it, come by uh, Santino's Beginner's Classes start uh, June 19th. <laughs> <laughs> just going to promo that out there. little commercial. Yeah. I love Santino right. Brothers. Joey and Sylvia. Yeah, pretty awesome. Kisses to them. Yeah, that was where your photo shoot was done, yes. right? With Ruby? Yes, yes. I love cool. Santino Brother. All right, we're going to get off on right, so many yes, different tangents. <laughs> and I have to stay focused or else I'll do that as well. Cool. We're both going to talk about 20 different things. Yes, in this one. I think it's fine. Question. It's fine. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to show more of like what I want to get into. And like I've always wanted to do more hosting. Mm -hmm. Like I've done some TV and event hosting right. I just want to get more into that side of things as I get older right. I'm not going to stay on tour all the time you yeah. know definitely um, and so wrestling yeah why not interview my favorite wrestlers why not get some of the wrestlers like wrestlers are big into music as well mm -hmm. worlds yep. collide yep. so it's just combining I mean every single wrestler lets you know who they are as a wrestler by their music as entrance they come down music. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, what I'm talking about. I want to talk sense. about entrance music and just all that stuff. Definitely. Uh, so was that your first time for the photo shoot with Ruby? Was that your first time stepping into a ring or had you done like anything else before? I had been in a ring back to Santino Brothers. Uh -huh. My friend Kate Nash, who I played drums for, she rented Santino Brothers for my birthday. Oh, what? A, a couple of years ago. That's amazing. <laughs> Did they do like a trading for your birthday or what? It was insane. I it was the it was the best birthday present I've ever had in right. my life. And Kate, you know, she didn't know anything about wrestling, but funny enough, now she's in Glow on Netflix. Right. Yeah. Okay? But anyways, she's like, "Oh, I'm taking you out for your birthday." We're driving, and I can tell that we're clearly headed to Santino Brothers. Okay. Nothing else is in Belgrade. <laughs> yeah, it's in true. Belgarde? It's like a bunch of warehouses. Where are you taking me in Belgrade? McDonald's, I don't right? know. <laughs> Hooters. Going out to the club. <laughs> you know? Just one of these warehouses is just going to be popping off. Raving it up for the birthday. So we get there, and I'm like, oh, we're getting here pretty late. We're not going to get any seats, you know, because uh -huh. it was like a Friday night or something. She's right. like, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> and we're walking up. I didn't really hear anything, and then I heard this music, which I thought was odd because it was the same ringtone that I had on my phone, which was M.I.A., a song by M.I.A., and I was like, it's weird, they're playing that. She gave them my, like, it was so thoughtful. She's like, this is my cell phone ringtone, so that was my entrance music to Santino Brothers. I get there, there's a cake, they made me a snare drum cake, one of the, Ray Rose's, yeah. his, his wife. That's freaking awesome! snare drum cake. <laughs> I had like three private matches for me and like eight of my friends, yeah. like really small group, and and then I got to get in the ring. I fought Tito, the bad dude. Yeah, Tito, let's go, Tito. Tito gave me my first body slam. Good, good. I and mean, if anybody's gonna give me a body slam, I mean, I'd be on. fine with it being Tito. It's, it's the beefcake, <laughs> beefcake Tito, and jumped on me from the top rope. Yeah, they just like, threw your ass in. I was like, okay, I was, I've never had any training, but I've watched it forever. Yeah. I'm just going to lay Did you know like, what I was doing? I did. Okay, I okay. <laughs> All right, damn, they probably should have said something. Like, remember, tighten up, tighten up your titties. Probably should have told me, but he didn't. I guess they're just like, fuck it, she knows. They're like, she paid for it. Did it? <laughs> 
clothesline Jezebel, you know, oh. and, and then it had a blast. Got in there with some chairs. I was hitting people with chairs. It was amazing. That's so amazing. That was the first time. How did nobody do that for my fucking birthday? Hey, Y'all ain't my real friends. You need to talk to your friends. You need to talk. I'm to upset. Your I'm sorry. This is a podcast. I'm being all loud and shit. I'm sorry. I'm just a little upset. We didn't test the audio levels for this <laughs> kind of anger. I didn't think I was gonna be this angry. <laughs> Although I did, amazing. I was I was watching some of your videos today because I need to know who I'm talking to. Right. That makes sense. You got a little anger issue. I do. It's true. I do too. <laughs> they realize. I do too. So. We gotta, we're gonna learn to reel it in. Today we're gonna reel it in. I'm yep. not angry right now. I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot angry. You're angry at your friends. I got, I got a few good friends. You know, it's funny, we were actually, so we were in at Santino Bros uh, this week and we were watching evaluations and stuff like that. And one of the wrestlers, I'll, I'll tell you, is Jake Atlas. And, uh, I like him. He, I, I love him. He's great. Flipping and flopping. Um, just flipping all over the place. I've had to like cut pretend promos for him before yeah. as part of my training. I've been like, he's conquered the world of gymnastics. And now, <laughs> and everyone's always like, hmm. How long have you been training? Uh, technically three months and I quit and then I've come back to it. Why did you quit? Well, it hurts a lot. <laughs> wrestling is real. Wrestling's real. Like when wrestling's everybody's like, real. wrestling's fake. I'm like, come here. Let me show yeah. you. I've covered in bruises from head to toe. That's why some of my friends are out with injuries right now. Yeah, it's so fake. It, uh, yeah. Right. So I got to the point where I was just scared to even go. I was like, man, I, you know, if Brody King hits me today, I'm gonna quit. I'm in fact, if, if Brody King reaches his arm back to hit me, I'm gonna walk away. <laughs> I'm not gonna get hit anymore. For anyone who doesn't know, look up Brody King. He's like six five. 200-something pounds, maybe 300, I don't know, he's big I'm, as shit. I'm going to have Brody on the show, because he's perfect he's awesome. for music and yeah, wrestling, absolutely. he's also a, yes. a singer. He yeah. is, he's really into uh, into metal as well. Um, that'll be a dope episode. Yeah, he, yeah, he's the nicest guy in the world, but uh, every time I had to be in the ring with him was like, a, <laughs> I quit, I quit, don't touch me anymore. Um, but anyway, so, so Jake was there, Joey's there, Joey likes to talk shit, fun facts about Joey Chaos. Uh, and he's like, man, you got a lot of anger inside of you. <laughs> and so that's already funny enough. But then we're watching the match, and, like, Jake does this one look, and the camera catches it. And Joey's like, look, look at that. You're angry. <laughs> so everyone's just like, yeah, Joey's well, got, got a little anger in him. Let it out, Jake. Um, join the join the angry Join people. in. So you said that you've been watching wrestling your whole life. Do you remember, like, your first match or the first match that made you, like, oh, my God, this is my shit? Oh. Ooh, your favorite wrestlers. Let's yeah, wrestling. yeah, yeah. Like, 1984, 85. Damn, I, I got into that. I'm, I'm 36. Damn, look at this black don't cry you know bullshit on <laughs> Black don't cry. Damn it. <laughs> never tell the age ladies i'm 36 and there's nothing wrong with that all right not telling you much <laughs> <laughs> i ain't got enough melanin we'll talk about it some other time okay so 84 85 i don't even know how but me and my mom both got into wrestling yeah and we were just like we love wrestling right and my grandpa was always like it's fake why are you guys going to see that? They go to they go to the bar after the shows together. We're like, it's not fake, and they hate each other. And like, you know, but we start going. I'm from Michigan, Saginaw, Michigan, Saginaw Civic Center. Okay, back in the days, kids, listen here, kids. There was no Ticketmaster. There was no Live Nation online buying tickets. What? Oh, My mom found out we'd be watching wrestling, and it would go across the screen of yep. like. 
and we'd be like, Saginaw, it's right. coming. <laughs> My mom would go and wait outside for mm-hmm. the ticket box office window. That's how it used up. to be, kids. Okay, and she'd wait there. She'd be the first person in line. Uh-huh. If we didn't get first row, neither mom was like, oh. We're not going. She's like, we didn't get first row. We're not going. If we were like on the end, she's like, well, I guess we'll take the end seats. But mom wanted like front row, front and center with popcorn. (laughs) Yeah, signs. We had our signs. I saw all the greats. Like we went to AWA, NWA, WCW, WWF at the time. Right. That's what my podcast stands for. Uh, WWF. I got that. Yeah. Um. Saw the Road Warriors. I mean, Mick Foley, everybody, Cactus Jack Manson, right. you know, uh, I saw everybody. I saw everybody. It's, it's w- funny that, like, you had this kind of situation where you, you had somebody supportive of your wrestling, because, like, my mom was like, nah, you're a child, you don't get to go to wrestling. <laughs> and so, like, my, my bro- Eddie Guerrero rode my brother's lowrider into the Hampton Coliseum. Nice. And I didn't get to go because you're a kid. What? Meanwhile, I look at the TV and it's all kids in the front row. Come on, yeah. kids go, okay. mom. What's up? What's right. your mom? I'm gonna call her. Like, I'm gonna call, call you when this is done. You should have your mom call my mom. Actually, I'm gonna have my That's mom call you <laughs> and straighten this out. We're straighten gonna straighten right this out. out. <laughs> my mom was always, I mean, talk about supportive. I was like, Ric Flair was my favorite, you right. know, at that time, and I threw a fit. I cried. I was like, Mom, call. Please call the hotel and get me to talk to Ric Flair. She's like. No, they're not going to put Ric Flair on the phone. I was like, God! Like, temper tantrum, breaking stuff in the house, you know. Would have been my ass. So she's like, all right. Got the phone book. <laughs> the phone book! She's like, because you couldn't Google that shit. Looking it up, Sheridan. Going to call Sheridan. Hi, can I speak to Ric Flair? She called, like, five hotels. The five hotels we had in right. Saginaw, you know. I didn't get to talk to him. Yeah, I was about to say, if you did, this would be the most amazing I story. I did not get to talk to him, but... Together we saw Dusty Rhodes shopping in the grocery store mm-hmm. one time before a match. And then after the matches, um, we would get in the cars and chase the buses, the tour buses, on the highway. We did meet the Rock and Roll Express uh-huh. at a gas station after they, their bus got off. We were like, hey, bottom. just buying some chips. Yeah, just uh, getting these chips right here. <laughs> <laughs> and to this day, my mom hates Lex Luger because he didn't get out. And, and we could see him in the window, and he just sat there with a towel on his head. He was like, them crazy bitches who called yeah, Ric Flair that one time. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I don't like Lex Luger. He knew you were a child, and you were there, and he should have came out and said hi. I was like, Mom, maybe he was sick, or maybe he was drunk. Or he anything. knew you were a child. Like, That's such a mom thing to say. I was like, Mom, let it go. Let's let it go. Never. It's like, I bet if we called your mom right now, she'd be like, oh, nah, that man, she, nah. Uh, I wanted, for heavy wrestle... My mom is not into it, but I really want to have Karen's Corner because uh-huh. she's just the funniest shit about wrestling, <laughs> and she loves Roman Reigns. Is all well, ladies, all of us love Roman Reigns, but we can't help it. The stuff she says, I want to have Karen's Corner and just have her like ripping apart these pay per views and Sounds stuff. Amazing, uh, yeah, man. Roman's so funny to me because everyone. Uh, I recently got back into wrestling. I had mm-hmm. fallen out, mm-hmm. and uh, so I didn't really see the rise of Shield. At the same time that you got like hurt that. and quit training, or was this totally Before. separate? Uh, so this is the order of events. I met uh, Xavier Woods at an E three party. It's almost E three again. He copied my hair. I'm gonna he call did. him out. Call him I, out. So I met him mm-hmm. backstage, and then a couple weeks later, 
he was Stole like, it. oh shit, my hair can do that? I'm yeah. not surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not at all. He's a thief. The man's a thief. That's why all his stuff is just derivative. Oh, honey. He didn't come up with that. Come okay. on now. Call you out, Austin. Come on. Call you out. Um, so I tweeted I, it. I met Xavier, and meeting him, like, we played some games together. Played Guacamelee, which is a luchador game, funny mm-hmm. enough. And I, meeting him made me like, wait a gosh darn second. I'm a grown-ass woman. I could buy my own ticket to go see wrestling shows. And, and then I went to my very first wrestling show, and someone put a flyer on the card, and it was on the card, and it was for Santino Brothers. And I was when like, When was your very shit. first wrestling show? Uh, it was this, uh, the past summer. It was in Anaheim, I believe. Really? Yeah. August. Yeah. Honda Center. Yep. Yes. I was there. Oh, I met so many people who now I know were there, but we didn't know each other before. That's where Xavier stole my hair that day. Bitch. <laughs> 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 Uh, and I saw the flyer and I was like, oh yeah, if wrestlers are humans and I can go to wrestling shows, I could train. I could become a wrestler. They don't care about the titties so much anymore. You know, look at Bailey. She's mostly because she's still got them titties, but she pretends that she doesn't. So I could do this shit. And I saw it funny enough. I saw Dana Brooke. And I know a lot of people, a lot of people don't like Dana. She's not like the, you know, when you've got people like Charlotte and Sasha out there, Dana looks like she's not as great of a wrestler, but for me, seeing her body type-wise come out, I used to be a little bit thicker, I've been losing some weight, but I was like, wait, if Dana Brooke corn-fed self can be a wrestler, <laughs> I can definitely be a wrestler, like, so that's how that all, like, trickled okay. into that. That's funny, because at that show, I was sitting in my car waiting for somebody or whatever, and I saw some people handing out the Santino flyers, and it's like, I love this, that these young guys are out mm-hmm. here, guys and girls. Passing out the postcards. Right. Fun fact. If any of you ever want to, because a lot of people do who are fans, decide, oh, I want to uh, host my own shows or, or make that a thing, flyers actually get more butts into seats than anything else. Social media or, or tweeting or sharing or websites, it's physically handing out flyers that will get butts in the seats of your show. This there is true. People are very lazy these days because of, like, the internet is so easily accessible. Mm-hmm. Get lazy. You got to get out, beat the pavement. Right. Put the shit up. Put the flyers up. Put in the work. That's what we like to say. Gotta work. Uh, so you named a bunch of wrestlers. Do you have a favorite wrestler? And it could be somebody from right now or back in the day, whichever one you prefer. You can do two. <sighs> two? To five. <laughs> <laughs> I can never do one favorite. I'm like, let me tell you my five favorite That's things. I'm like trying to crunch it down to, well, as I mentioned before, Ric Flair has always been Woo! a number one. Ric Flair and Mr. Perfect, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, I'll have yes. to say those. Good. Or and Mick Foley is yes. like Mick would be up higher. Those are in there's a not in order. Right, Got not it. in order. Okay. But Mick Foley, Ric Flair, Mr. Perfect. Mick Foley was yeah. one of my favorites growing up too. I liked him because he was weird as shit. And then mm-hmm. one day I was sitting next to Noelle Foley, mm-hmm. staring at her. Why were you like being a creep? Or? No, it's just like I didn't know who she was. <laughs> and I was like, this chick dope. She got a uh, Mick Foley shirt on. I like her a lot. She's funny. She's nice. She's pretty. And Where were you staring at? Her? Uh, we were at a oh lord. We were at a Pop Funko celebration. Oh. If you've never been to Comic Con's Pop Funko celebration, y'all, it feels like you're in a movie where it's being really outrageous. Like a bunch of cultists are celebrating <laughs> by eating cans of corn and showing off their four rooms filled that they bought a bigger house specifically just to fill it with more pop figures. Like crazy ass shit, Michael Jackson impersonators. I can't explain this party to you Shinsuke? probably. Uh, no. <laughs> it might have been, uh, but you know he wasn't doing that much at that time. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, anyway, 
And then, like, when I, I was staring at her some more, and I was like, um, you look familiar. It was a lie. I just wanted to talk to her. Uh, and then she was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm Noelle Foley, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you make Foley's daughter. <laughs> and then uh, I felt bad for being like, oh, I shouldn't talk about your dad. My dad. And I told her about my dad so that she could feel <laughs> not uncomfortable with Is that. Is your dad anything like Mick Foley? No, he's the opposite, man. But he is pretty cool. Uh, we're Through him, we're related to the Earl of Northamptonshire. Oh. Or the oh. Earl of Northampton, whichever one. Uh, come from royal lineage. Because of slavery, we won't get in that part. But, uh, you know, that's how it is. Um, and also the first prime minister of St. Lucia was my cousin. And apparently, like, there's a bunch of rich people. So I feel like he's kind of cool. Yeah. He's not a wrestler, no. That's, he's still he, cool, He could shoot you with a gun. Oh, is he a hunter or just uh, he was in the military with guns? Oh, okay. Just a scary man, you yeah. know, one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Virginia has some of those. I'm nothing against you fine people of Virginia. I'm just saying a lot of the no, military No, I don't think anyone from Virginia there. would argue and be like, no, that's not true. Like, no, nah, this is a strange place. The other day, a, a fucking senator of Virginia tweeted, what that mouth do? And I was just like... <laughs> that's Virginia. People come, sometimes they'll say things to me like, Sarah, why are you talking this way or talking that way? I'm like, back home, this is how everyone speaks. <laughs> this, is, this is not the thing you think it is. So, back to music real quick. Okay. Favorite entrance theme. Favorite entrance theme? Right now, I'm going to sing mine that I'm into while you think about yours. Okay. Hey, man, we did not come to fuck around. That's not the words I made them up. <laughs> In the quicksand, think faster, you will maybe drown. No, it's not drown. We are the omen in the sky. I don't have to sing, do there I? There you go. No, absolutely not. You shouldn't. Sorry, everybody. This is a podcast. Um, I'm probably just going to cut that whole so, section. Uh, um, favorite entrance music of all time, because I'm going to have to take it back. Okay. Demolition. All right. Yeah. Yeah. The guitars, the heavy. Yes. The heavy Makes stuff. Sense. Right. I'm into the heavy stuff. Do you have anybody current that you, uh, enjoy their theme? Current. I like Shinsuke's music. It's not, it's good. It's got the violin. It's Valor. It's got build up. I like Valor's. Uh, it has grown on me, his. I didn't yeah. like it at first. I didn't like, either. Anytime I hear it, I'm like... But I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool, Rip. Um, yeah. One that you probably won't approve of. Okay, I'm excited. I don't know if I can say it. What? Let's do it. Come on. Let's rock. Randy Orton. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> no, I, 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 I disagree with you completely. I don't like Randy Orton, but I like his theme music a lot. Okay. Get, I, I like it. I think it's. I think it's great entrance music. You do. We don't have to agree on everything. I, we don't, and we don't. We don't. Why don't you like it? Why don't I like it? Yeah. I like his music. No, you just said you don't like it. No, I do. That's what I said. You're, you're not confusing. gonna. I said I. I said, oh, you you're said not you gonna do agree, like it. But I okay. Like all right. Woo, all yes, right. Cool. Yes. Back on the same page. No, I, I like lo- it. I love that song. I don't like him, but I will sing that at a drop of the hat. If you say <laughs> if you say the word voices, head, I hear any of those words, that I'm just gonna be like, I have lost in my head. There, talk to me. We no, have conferences. I, like I don't know the words, by the way, to any of these songs. <laughs> don't like start singing the way I sing, guys. I made those up, not the words. Um, do you have a do you have a least favorite entrance theme? Least favorite. 
Uh, Mickey James. Yeah. It's pretty lame. It's pretty lame. I would say, like, Alexa Bliss is fast becoming one of my least favorites. Not because it's the worst, but because she's so awesome. Mm -hmm. To then just have music where it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what is that? And then Jinder Mahal has been bothering me more. Oh, I don't like Jinder's... Just last night I was watching SmackDown and I was like, I don't like this. Yeah, like... Do you know how it's much right. good fucking Indian music there is out there is like a shit ton. Yes. And to just go with some lame ass Punjabi rap, no offense to that rapper, but like it's not hype. It's not no. it's very laid back. It's like what you might listen to while you're sitting in the car with your friends waiting for somebody to come out with a bag of chips from seven eleven and chasing <laughs> Ric Flair. Like it's not he could have played the badass bonger. There are mixes that have been done in the past, like Punjabi MC mixed with uh, with Jay-Z. That shit was dope as fuck, the Knight Rider theme, yeah, and it just went to, oh, yeah, so yeah. good. Like, you could have done something dope with some Indian music, and instead you were like, let's pick Indian music that sounds a lot like American music. And I don't know why you would yeah, do that. Yeah, I think gender. that's lame, because I really like what they're doing with Jinder. I, like, I love that he's getting the push that he mm -hmm. is. He looks awesome. He looks great Except right for now. his titties. <laughs> they were nicer before, and now they're, like, square. And I'm like, what did you do to yourself? Uh, I know how easy that is to have happen, though, because I've seen people who got the one ab over here, and then the next ab's here. It's like, if you just do one thing a little wrong, go end up with square titties like Jinder Mahal. Be careful, y'all. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, he's looking big and scary. I only like him with the turban on. He's... I don't like his hair either. It's really bad. I said this last night too. I was like, he has to shave that right. or something. They've got to go. We can because see. Because I like I like long hair or I like shaved hair. Right. That in between yeah. looks like you need a cleanup. It does. You need to go get that cleaned up. It does. You look a little ragged, sir. I know you watch my podcast. <clears throat> you do. So right. get it cleaned up. Huh? Get it cleaned up. All right. Pause for one second. <laughs> <clears throat> I thought, come on. That's what I thought, yeah. Okay. Just a little bit of silence before we start again. Alright, Oh, my phone is, uh... <clears throat> oh, no, everything's fine. Oh, okay. I just realized it's not on silent, but it's recording, so I don't want to oh, do good. some weird yeah, shit right, to yeah. it and ruin my life. <laughs> Alright guys, so if you were watching my YouTube channel, I did a little mini video with my predictions for Extreme Rules because I was in Virginia, I had to be in my nephew's room, it was real awkward, my family kept yelling all loud in the background, it's fine. Kids anyway, had friends over. Kids really do, it's just like, why? <laughs> Go outside and play, goddammit, you got a whole back, to be fair, my sister's backyard does look like a junkyard, like literally really? has like boards with graffiti on it. Oh, it's, it's kind of dangerous for kids. Got holes and stuff where the bunny rabbits play, I guess. They have had their own extreme rules. It's true. They do sometimes. They have a little playset that looks like it's about to collapse at any moment. And they just <laughs> climb all over it. I'm Auntie Sarah sitting there like everything's and just hands all clenched like it's fine. She doesn't have to play. It's how they learn. They, they heal very quickly. Don't even worry about it. Anyway. You guys can't see this but Sarah has an amazing backyard here. I do. It's amazing. True. With something suspect out there though. I don't know yeah, so this morning, I a, a, like, a, a white stand has appeared in the middle. <laughs> and a not tripod, a stand like JoJo, like a tripod, yeah, <laughs> has just appeared. And I, I don't know uh, where it came from or uh, what it's doing. I'm going to check it out before I leave. Yeah, I'm just going to, you know, pray on it. Anyway, so <laughs> at Extreme Rules, uh, it was not really the most extreme of Extreme Rules, but, you know, they did their best. You can't call something mediocre rules, then nobody's going to pay no, for it. No, no. So, uh, first off, we have Kalisto versus Apollo Cruz. I'd say that's the only one that I didn't see. Yeah. Uh, 
this storyline, <laughs> it's just got... Titus, I do like Titus as a manager. I do. But poor goddamn Apollo Crews, like, send his ass back to NXT and let him shine. He should have stayed. That's the one of the biggest problems I think WWE is having right now is they're bringing these people up. Sometimes they don't need to come up. Keep them at NXT. Keep them shining and doing really well there. Yeah. I think the same with the, the Vaude Villains. Mm-hmm. That really yeah, that is me sad. unfortunate yeah. that that didn't last. And it's because they should have stayed at NXT. Same with poor little Apollo Crews. Yes. Looking good in the motherfucker, just all strong and smiley and doing all these flips. How could you fail with this man? But you have. Uh, so anyway, Kalisto won because Apollo was distracted by Titus explaining wrestling to him. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was extreme, guys. So uh, on to a little... <laughs> We had a submission match with Neville and Austin. Now, we've seen Neville and Austin go at it over and over and over again. It does not get boring because they're both so good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I kind of had a feeling Neville was going to win again. But to me, it, it's kind of weird because Austin has lost every like pay-per-view and big match against Neville. Yes. So you would think this would be the time where he'd turn around and have that win. But no, you would think wrong. Did, uh, did you have any thoughts it's on kinda that It's kind of like, well, what are they doing with Austin? Yeah, I really... Because everyone was excited, like the people on the indie scene and whatever mm-hmm. who knew him with other promotions and stuff were like, oh my God, Austin Aries! Right. And I don't think that they've really utilized that. And I think I even heard that he's taking a break now, which is crazy because we had to wait all this time with him on commentary as they like yeah. tried to you know plant that early mm-hmm. seed. We finally get him. He goes against Neville Bunch, never gets the big win Despite being very over with fans, and now might be on a little hiatus? That's weird to me. That's weird. I am liking Neville more these days, though, as a heel. Yes. I really hated him, actually, before. Don't tell pasta sauce. I just, uh, pasta sauce, I... Sometimes it happens. Uh, yeah, he's a great orc king, you know? He really looks like you could just plop him into the middle of Lord of the Rings and have him make a little speech, and nobody would be, (laughs) no questions, got it. He's going to come out and he's going to do a red arrow and defeat you. Uh, yeah, so I love watching them work. And then I guess um, Neville and TJP are finally getting their moment on NXT now uh, to fight, in which TJP got handled, which was pretty great. Um, now, this was a prediction that I thought was too good to be true. I thought Hardy Boys versus Shazaro uh, in a cage match. The way they've been booking their fights previously, okay, Hardy Boys are definitely going to win. There's no way they'll let Sheamus How and How are they going to lose at Extreme Rules? The Hardys are extreme. extreme. The cage match, like, that's what they do. Right, exactly. Why would they lose? But I had a hope. I had a hope because Sheamus and Cesaro had been losing and losing and losing and losing and sometimes wrestling logic comes through mm-hmm. and it did this time and they actually won. Uh, it was really exciting and also just... I understand that wrestling is uh, a show, and I there is a certain amount of disbelief that you have to suspend. That's part of wrestling, but it was it's real hard watching these dad bods uh, in the ring with Sheamus and Cesaro, <laughs> two of the uh, I know for a fact Sheamus is the hardest hitter in WWE, and uh, Matt Cesaro Hardy can barely walk. <laughs> and, uh, he, he can't walk. He's got a little wobble Is to him. Is anyone noticing it? No one, no one. Can I ask you, because I never get to talk to anyone about this, what do you think about Matt Hardy's teeth? <laughs> huh? They're new teeth. Are they new? They look pretty new. They're new 
teeth. Maybe that's how the, the, the both of them could just throw them out at will. You know, they're not even their teeth. They don't give a shit. Like, yeah, I'm going to spit this one tooth out. I'll get another one for the dentist tomorrow. There was no blood, by the way, when that tooth Yeah, I know. That's how, like, that was probably a, out. I think that was a trick tooth. Yeah. <laughs> he already has this loose one that he takes out for parties and shit when he gets rolled over. Why is he so cool? If you got a tooth kicked out of your mouth, there's going to be blood. Yeah. That's how teeth work. Unless your cavity is insane, you probably need a root canal. <laughs> Sorry, just uh, just should should give you that information because <laughs> you need it. Um, but yeah, it, it, I hope I, I really do hope that they can kind of move away from this um, storyline because it's very hard to watch. First of all, Sheamus and Cesaro were doing so well; they got so over. They were great. Cesaro as a heel is hard for me. Because he was, he's such a sweet man. Everybody likes his Yeah, I love him. And they don't like him like I like him for being an asshole, like with Kevin Owens or something. They like him because he's an adorable man. Mm-hmm. He posted a picture with a little Wonder Woman tiara on I his saw face. That. And he was like, damn, I look good in a tiara, basically. And I'm like, you do. <laughs> like, you do. Um, so, yeah, it's just hard for me. And their new outfits just making them look like they're, um, European terrorists a little bit. I like the new outfits you do? a lot. I don't mind their skirts. It's like, with the jackets, I'm like, y'all about to come out here and do one of those videos that no, I see where I we put like, the trap well, music like, to it. Finally, they have, like, this cohesion thing. And, and I don't like Cesaro's normal white underwear trunks. They do look like underwear with his pepperoni not nipples. It not right. just makes me hungry. And not in a sexual way, I just mean actually <laughs> hungry. Um, so, yeah, this is interesting. I'm really, really hoping that uh, WWE will split the frickin' Hardy Boys, uh, Brothers Boys, Jumps, Joes, Mario Brothers up and let that broken shit fly. <laughs> just, let it, just let it come out. Um, Bailey and Alexa. This was a kendo stick auto pole match. If that confuses you, <laughs> welcome to uh, wrestling. The whole match was silly, I thought. And why didn't we have just the one kendo stick on a pole? Could yeah. we have at least two? Right. Each corner. Yeah. More kendo sticks. Right, definitely. More usage and of the stick. Maybe one stick would have made sense if, if like, you would have been disqualified for touching the stick if you weren't the one who got it, or something like that. But that wasn't the rule. Like, either of them could use it once it was brought down. And I thought it ended kind of abruptly. Yeah, it, it was a strange match, which is weird, because, first of all, Alexa cuts great promos. Bailey, if you leave her as a babyface, this, on paper, makes sense, right? You've got the bully Alexa, you've got the, the kid who has a heart of gold, who's got to be the underdog or fight her way up. Alexa has trashed her and trashed her and trashed her, this should have been the moment where Bailey like really stood up for herself and hit that bitch with the kendo stick. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead, she did do what they'd all said she would do, and she hesitated. <laughs> and I think like that was a weird match to have that happen in because if you build all this, oh Bailey can't do it, Bailey can't do it, Bailey can't do it, you yeah. don't then have Bailey not do it. <laughs> yeah, that was a really weird build. I thought even my mom, Karen's corner. My mom was texting me, and I told her, because I was starting it a little later than she was. So she was already watching it. She texted and went, ugh, Bailey's so stupid. <laughs> and I said, I'm just getting to the match. Don't give it away. Because my mom will give it away. And she'll say, I didn't say anything. You did. Yeah, that's how mom said. You did. Yeah, yeah. Don't say anymore. But yeah, I, Bailey was stupid for just standing there and... 
Which is strange. Getting it's just so beat strange. with the kendo stick. Yeah, and then just just getting beat down. Um, I do enjoy watching someone get hit with a kendo stick with a lot of anger behind the forces, <laughs> though. So whatever, it worked out. Uh, Alexa retains. I'm not sure how the Annie gets upped from here because Alexa then I think is like Nia Jax is now a thing. But like, is she gonna come back to Bailey? Is is her and Bailey gonna continue to be a thing? What could you do to move? Further, are they gonna have to have another kendo stick match? Like, I just I have a lot of questions. I I love Nia Jax, and I really want I really want her to have the title. I want Nia Jax to team up with somebody like Alexa, who will talk for her. Because the only thing I don't like about Nia Jax is she sounds like my boo's about to pick me up. We're gonna go get our nails done. <laughs> I will take you to the mall and suplex you. Like, okay, Nia, later. We gotta go. We're running late. Um, so I, I would love to see her and Alexa actually like be a team because I think it goes with the mean girl persona too. Like, and this, and this is my bodyguard over here is gonna yeah. kick your ass. Like, I think it would be cool. Yeah. Uh, so there was a match that didn't make any sense, but it was Rich, Rich Swan and Sasha versus Alicia Fox and Noam Dar, oh. and we all knew Sasha was going to win, but I really just want to know, what does Sasha do to deserve this? She clearly has upset some people backstage. Right. <laughs> to go from this to, to this to tagging with, with Rich. Yeah. Not, nothing against Rich. Right, Swan, but, but they didn't even bother making a story about why they, they would just be. Kind of yeah, they were just there. like. And for, second of all, Sasha, I know for a fact that you could dance. I've seen you dance before with the whole little booty thing. What was thing. that at the end? What if, was that? If you know that you have to do a dance at the end of a match, you know that's <laughs> coming, right? Like that wasn't it's for the moment where she's like, do a dance, like it's a surprise. Yeah, you knew you had to do the dance. What are three dances that you know you can really do? Do those dances. Don't get in the ring on a pay-per-view and what and whatever. She needed to have that Hit that out. fucking cabbage patch. I don't she give a fuck, that Sasha. Out. She could have even pulled out just a little right, robot. Right, hit the little right? robot. Do a Macarena. You know, I get in the club. Anytime they play some shit I don't know how to dance to, I do the Macarena. And people will cheer for me, Sasha. Yeah. I know you're listening. Okay. Have your thing and do that right, way. Have your you know? thing. Don't be in there like, I'm going to do Rich Swan's dance, even though I've never practiced in front of a mirror before. Sasha. Oh, that was bad. Yeah. It wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> um, in that match, I'm friends with Alicia Fox, so I was glad to see her getting matches yes. right now. Mm -hmm. Fighting her, her and Sasha have been getting the, the singles matches, which I think is great. And finally, utilizing Alicia as a wrestler yes. because you know, yes, I'm glad I'm I always agree. happy to see her on TV. But it's like she can do more than ballet. She's actually a great wrestler, and so and I'm glad to see her. And the big hint was when she picked up Noam Dar, held him like a baby, and got up on one leg to point at somebody. <laughs> and I'm like, y'all, look at Alicia. Y'all think she ain't nothing, but that woman will destroy you if she wanted to. She will. She's she's a great wrestler. She's got really good form. Uh, so I was I'm the same. Me and yeah, me yeah. and Tamara, my normal co-host who couldn't make it today, uh, we're both talking. She had misfit Tamara. I was yeah. looking forward to meeting her. I was, I was hoping this thing would pop off too, but apparently family's in town. Oh, you know, summer summer oh. is a crazy time. That's why these episodes have gotten way more sporadic. Sorry, everybody. Uh, but we've been saying the same thing, like getting to see her wrestle and seeing her get a chance. It's pretty great, especially I think she goes well with Sasha just because they're both small. Yeah. 
instead yeah. we get this like no you get these yeah one little things and I don't like I never like the intergender matches with WWE because they're not really intergender right. are they and like the girls have to fight the girls and, right it's, and that, that's boring to me it slows the match down because you know that you always have to get out and there's no fear right mm-hmm. like I think that's what used to be cool and, and you know, I know some people don't feel this way, but that's what used to be cool about the intergender things that would happen because you were worried and afraid for the women. But now, literally, a woman can, like, stand in front of her boyfriend and prevent the other wrestler from hitting yeah. her boyfriend by using her body as a human shield. It's kind of like, well, I'm not worried then. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, even Stephanie McMahon threw herself into a table. <laughs> you know, like, she didn't get thrown into that table. Anyway. Uh, so The Miz and Dean Ambrose. Man, this feud was fun the first time y'all did it. Uh, I'm happy The Miz got his title back, though. I love The Miz. I never really have been a Dean fan, and I don't think, I just don't think he needs a title. So he's not a wrestler that needs a title. Miz works that so well. Yes. I agree. Miz makes that title seem like it is the most important thing in the world. And I think that's kind of what past wrestlers, past greats that we remember, did really well mm-hmm. when they were champions. And he's just, you love to hate that guy. So it's great to get the title on him because then everyone has to, to come and try to get it off of him. But I really hope that they don't continue. Guys, I just ripped my tattoo off. We'll talk about it later. Uh, I really hope that they don't. <laughs> just got a tattoo. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's just a little how bit of that, red flesh. How is that ripping off? You know, it's probably because... I ain't gonna talk shit about him on this thing, but, you know, it's fine. Um, Moving along. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I do wonder where, what they'll do with Dean now, because I hope that they don't make Dean just go against the Miz over and over trying to get that shit back, because, God damn it, I'm, we've seen it. Move along. There's enough other people for both of them to wrestle. You know what? Um... Let's just bring back the shield. They're all They're there. they all seem to be failing right now as singles. I mean, they've all just kind of what's happening. It's true, they all lost. Like Seth was doing really well on top of the whole game. Yep. Got injured, came back. He's kind of like, eh. I mean, he's fine, but it's like I'm right. bored. I'm bored with Seth. Bored with Roman. Don't care about Dean. Together as the shield, I liked that. Right, pull it back. Bring some stables back. Let's get some stables. Yeah, it would be so... We thought we were going to get one with Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe, and it was exciting, and everyone got excited, and then they were like, bye, Kevin Owens, Uh, and it didn't happen. (laughs) So I I just think you guys need to put a stable back together. Uh, The fatal... Was it a fatal five-way? I can't count. Uh, But it was Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Bray Wyatt. I did it. That's five. Pretty sure. Uh, they had a match to see who would be the contender for the invisible man known as Brock Lesnar, <laughs> who took a title and left. I want that job. That's I'm why the, the champion. Intercontinental title is so important these days. Definitely. So uh, I had a lot of predictions for this. Did you have any predictions going into this with who you thought was going to win? Uh, I did. Now who do we, who do we have? Roman. We had. We just said it. Oh, I, we literally just said it. I maybe forgot Finn. I'm not sure if I said Finn, Finn Balor. Okay. Finn was who I thought was going to win because of Paul Heyman's promo. That is what I was thinking as well. I didn't think they would do Samoa Joe Lesnar. That doesn't seem right to me. Right? I, so I said the same thing. I was like, oh, Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar are the same dude pretty much. Yeah, and like, what's going to happen with that? Is Lesnar going to lose the title to Samoa Joe? I don't, I don't know. I mean, he would actually work the title. Whereas Lesnar's never there. 
But is he the guy that's going to finally stop Brock Lesnar? I don't know about that either. Right. It's very it's very interesting and strange, I, but I am excited, and I can't wait to see what the fuck they do, because I don't know. I think the better thing, had he not been injured, would be Strowman and Lesnar. Yes. He would stop Lesnar. That's believable. I think that was None the original None of these other things plan. are believable to me. Yeah. It's not... I, I wouldn't believe that Samoa Joe would defeat Lesnar after no one else could. Right. It's uh, it's all about build-up, I think, a lot of times. You know, it's it's kind of like with Asuka over in NXT. It, now, because of the way they treated Ember Moon and the way they treated Cross, I find it hard to believe that any woman could beat her. And you don't want to do that, because then there isn't any... Um, any any excitement or any worry or concern that or hope even that someone else could beat her and then when someone does eventually beat her we're gonna be like well that's stupid because you know she's never had trouble with that wrestler before right so um it's, it's kind of interesting i'm interested to see where they go with joe yeah joe i could just say his name <laughs> say his name joe um, i like his entrance music yes it reminds me of that song burr, 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 burr. Anyway, it's it's nice. It's strong. It's like a gorilla is coming to get me is what it feels like. Like, yeah. oh no! Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> I describe music very well. Can you tell that I am a music connoisseur? <laughs> I had a dream once that I had to, uh, this was pretty recently, that I was thrown into a match, completely unprepared, and I didn't have gear. Or music. What were you wearing? Uh, I was just wearing, like, normal-ass clothes. So, uh, I was like, Robbie, I don't have any gear. And Robbie is from St. Peter Post. Was Robbie like, Phoenix! He was like, ugh. And he's like, come here. And so he led me to his, like, pickup truck, and he just happened to have a woman's set of gear that looked a lot like um, Batman Arkham Asylum's Harley Quinn, like the dark red and black. And I was just like, all right, gonna make it work. My titties are too small. So the other girls were like, all right, we're going to get some tape. We're going to make this work for you. And I was like, wait, the boots don't fit me. No one has tiny feet like I do. And they're like, just put your fucking feet in it. we got to make it work. And I'm like, wait, what are we going to do with the badge? And they're like, don't worry. We're going to call it. Come on, Sarah. You have to tell the DJ what music to play for you. This is not how that works, by the way. Uh, so I go down there with them. And they're all telling the DJ. And I'm like, I, uh, I don't have any entrance music. Could you pick, I don't know, maybe something that sounds, sounds kind of like it was terrible. And I'm like looking at all the seats, and it was very stressful. So the music I ended up coming down to is like, "Baby, pull me closer in the backseat of your oh, Rover with no. the something." Yeah, no. We are never getting older. Tattoo on your shoulders. I'm all bullshit like that. Anyway, point is, I'm glad I woke up before the match started. Anyway, where can people find you? You've been such a delight. Oh, you have been a delight. Um, she has to say that. Can, I don't, I'm my own person. Thank you. Was in the writer. Did you read your contract? Uh, Twitter, Ms. Warrington, MZ, like, Ms. you know, Ms. Warrington, Alicia Warrington, Instagram, Facebook. If people are still on Facebook, official Alicia Warrington. Awesome. Thank you. And Heavy Wrestle TV. Yes. Can you say again, like, some of your Heavy music and, and, and stuff like that people should check out? Heavy Wrestle TV. Go watch it. The Ruby Rays interview and the Marty Elias interview are both excellent. Yes, check out Heavy Wrestle TV. Check out Dorn, D O H R N. That's my death metal project. If you guys aren't scared by that kind of thing, check that out. And then, yeah. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. 
Thanks for coming. And you can find us at Women Wrestling F on Twitter because that couldn't fit the whole thing. On Instagram, you can follow us, though I have lost the password. If you know how to hack Instagram, please hit me up. <laughs> and I am Sarah the Rebel everywhere. And normally you would find Misfits Tamara here, so you can find her at Misfits.